Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Today in health IT, remote work works, right? That's what we're going to take a look at. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Three quick things. Check out our new site, thisweekhealth.com slash news. One place for your health IT news. Second thing, Alex's Lemonade Stand. We put our goal in for this year to raise another $100,000 for Alex's Lemonade Stand. Love to have you be a part of it. Hit our website, website top right-hand column. You're going to see a logo for the Lemonade Stand. Click on that to give today. Finally, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on the topics that are relevant to you and the industry. Great way to mentor. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we're going to take a look at an article and that article is about WebMD. WebMD's parent company goes nuclear on return to office in an uncanny leaked video. We need you ready and present, and we need it now. This was an article that uh, was sent in by one of our curators for our new site, and I found it interesting. So I'm going to read, read a couple excerpts from it, and then we're going to talk about remote work a little bit. It's Friday, so it's a little bit of a rambling day whatever's top of mind. All right, earlier this week, Internet Brands, the parent company of WebMD and a bunch of other companies shared an unusual and discomforting, discomforting video, announcing its plans to formally order workers back to the office and mocking those who haven't done of their own accord. The Internet video was erroneously shared publicly on the company's Vimeo page, according to Vice's Maxwell Strachan. Since the Vice write-up, the video garnered some online jeering and internet brands amended the video to include an opening disclaimer. Wow, this video has gotten a lot of attention, it reads. Our return to office policy is a hybrid one. We've been rolling it out this hybrid policies over a year as to comments, criticism on the tone and style. Yeah, corporate videos are corporate videos. It then included a shrug emoji. Regardless, we strongly believe that we are better together. The message concludes before launching into the montage of scenes from Internet Brands offices in California, considered one of the most remote work-friendly states. <laughs> Who knew? Let's see. WebMD's video runs about two minutes and features a smattering of Internet Brands senior executives, most prominently longtime CEO Bob Briscoe. That almost sounds like a comedy name for a CEO. Bob Briscoe, CEO rattling off the benefits of in-person work and admonishing, admonishing the company holdouts. We aren't asking or negotiating at this point, Briscoe said. We're informing you of how we need to work together going forward. The video features at one point a stock image of a man ostensibly working at his laptop in his kitchen wearing a collared shirt and out-of-view boxers. Toward the end of the video, Lynn... Takeshi, Internet Brand Senior Vice President of HR, tells viewers that their manager will be in touch shortly about how this will be implemented and tracked. While many workers have returned to the company's LA office 
too big of a group hasn't returned, said WebMD's CFO. We're getting more serious about getting everyone back into the office for the simple reason that we're better when we are together. We need you ready and present, and we need it now. D. Simone went on. We have been slow in getting back, and some people in some places, that's about to change. The video concludes with a familiar Google Meet login page and a memo saying that no one is on the call because everyone is in person now. Asked about WebMD's actual return to office playbook and how the video is meant to differentiate from its supposedly existing hybrid arrangement, a spokesperson told Fortune only that the company has had an evolving hybrid strategy in place for more than a year, which will continue in place going forward. Our executive teams feel strongly that both our company and our employees are more successful when they can collaborate in person, the spokesperson said. The tone of the video was an intentional decision to keep the topic light and somewhat ironic in the context of knowing very well that the return to office issue can be emotionally charged. That is an understatement. Across the U.S., workers bristle at being told what to do. Indeed, experts say the best hybrid work planes are the ones that lead with employee sentiment and focus on each individual worker and team's preference, autonomy, and desired balance. Our company review site blind WebMD employees likened the Vimeo to a hostage video. <laughs> this is like when the teachers scolded the class for misbehaving. One commentator said, if I worked here and was on the fence about leaving, that video alone would motivate me to start sending out resumes. Given the broad unpopularity of return to office mandates that don't consider employee choice or input, it's unlikely that WebMD's workers caught the lightness or the irony that it said the story originated from fortune.com. This continues to be one of those really interesting uh, topics. Now, most healthcare organizations I know are leading with employee sentiment and they are essentially letting that drive a hybrid strategy. And I think that will continue to be the case. I, by the way, I do not disagree with their argument that we are better when we are together in a room. We tend to be able to read people better. We, we tend to be able to have better conversations. We tend to get closer as individuals when we are face-to-face. There's a whole bunch of things I think we lose in this remote work environment. There's a bunch of things I think we gain as well, by the way. That level of autonomy is fantastic. The ability to shut everything off and actually get some work done, I think, is also uh, fantastic. I think the, the, the nature of the video meetings has gotten better and better as time has gone on. The tools associated with them have gotten better. I think it is funny. I was talking to a CIO the other day, and he said that there are some tools that they're looking at and they're utilizing. I guess they're new in the Microsoft stack that essentially you can send an AI chatbot to a meeting in your stead. So you're not gonna be able to make the meeting, you send the AI chatbot, it reports back to you what actually happened. And we were joking that there are going to be times when it's going to be all AI chatbots in the meeting reporting back. The My reservation on this is really twofold. One is the value of getting people back face-to-face. And we use the word hybrid, I believe, as a cop-out because we don't really think through what gives us the best return. We think, hey, what keeps the the tension the lowest? 
And hybrid is the thing that keeps the tension the lowest. Actually, what keeps tension the lowest is remote work. Second would be hybrid and just using those words. But third would be a really reasoned and thought out, hey, we're all going to be in the office on Tuesdays and Thursdays would be better to me than a hybrid that says, hey, pick a day you're coming in. I think it's you pick up some of that serendipity. And I know that word is not not looked on too kindly amongst the amongst the staff and the workers. But at the end of the day, there are conversations and things that happen that that wouldn't happen otherwise. In between this recording and my next recording, whatever that happens to be, I'm going to go talk to my family. I'm not talking to another worker. I'm not discussing, hey, are you working on that project or, or those kinds of things? And so we, I think we miss out on some of that. Now, some of us have been able to create that remotely and that's, and that's good. All right, so you have this remote work, no conflict at all. Hybrid work, just in name only, creates very little uh, tension for people. Hybrid work where it's more prescriptive, come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think gets us back closer to something that is going to work and provide value and give us the ability to mentor that next generation. I think mentoring that next generation remotely is extremely difficult. Mentoring them at the elbow, I think uh, works a lot better. And then obviously the one with the most tension is, hey, get your butt back in your your office. And that gets a lot of pushback. And for obvious reason, it doesn't take into account any of the flexibilities that we have experienced since the pandemic started that we actually now attribute to a good work environment. The ability to see our families during the day, the ability to not sit in traffic. There are a lot of the ability actually to get more work done potentially remotely. Now, I, I, I balance that with there are days I get a, more work done than I would ever get done in an office. There are days where I do not quite frankly, and I would benefit from being in an office. And that's just me personally. And it's based on, it's uh, moods is not the right word, but it's based on my, my current mental disposition, whether I would get more work done in an office or not. And I don't think we're taking those things into account that there are some people who, if you put them in an office at home, they are not going to thrive. They're actually going to start to die on the vine. And there are people who, if you uh, make them go into an office, they're not going to thrive. They're going to die on the vine. There are different personalities that uh, thrive in different situations. We need to give those personalities that those kinds of environments. And at times when you're giving certain personalities the environments where they thrive, you're giving people who don't thrive in that environment, they have to be there in order for those people to thrive. And so you're looking at the whole, not the individual. That's part of the problem with how we are looking at remote and back to the office things. We're looking a lot of times at the individual. Is this good for the individual? Is it what? We're a company. We're an organization. We're a team. We work together. Sometimes what's best for me is not what's best for uh, this staff member, but sometimes what's best for that staff member is not what's best for me. But we do that because we're a team and we work together. Those are just some of my thoughts. Use them. Don't use them. It's entirely up to you. My team is 100% remote, mostly because we... <laughs> We live in eight different states. Creates a a huge problem with regard to taxes and all that other stuff. We have to pay eight different state taxes for a small company. That is quite the challenge. But, But at the end of the day, it's how our company functions and how it was designed. We do a lot of things. We have an onboarding process that's two weeks long to make sure that we help people to to 
get up to speed as quickly as they possibly can. We have uh, daily stand-ups. We have a weekly staff meeting where everybody can come together and hear what's going on, get a vision from me as the leader and hear from each other as what's important, what's going on. We also have some personal time baked into our meetings as well. Yeah, and so I think it's important, whatever environment you come up with, to maintain the things that made you successful or will make you successful. And so we've identified those things. We make sure that they are a part of our culture moving forward. And we're constantly evaluating if the things we decided to do last year are still serving its purpose. And we just went through this big process and we added a meeting and cut some out. So interesting, interesting path forward. All right, that's all for today. That's enough rambling for Friday. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Keep the conversations going. Agree with me, disagree with me. Just want to get the conversation going. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.